Welcome to the Kryptonite Podcast presents Evil Science and Magic Buddies, the show within the show, the conspiracy of the conspiracy, the crypto roundtable. I am Mark Stores, and with me as always is... I'm Chris. And... Rob Morphy. Thank you all so very much for joining us for part three of our listener stories. These are fun. I look forward to these so fucking much because A... We kind of know the folks it happened to, and B, it's just a fresh influx of stories that probably, for the most part, haven't been published anywhere else. So I feel like we're like pumping new blood into the weird, into the paranormal airwaves, and I'm really, really stoked about that. Yeah, totally. Pump Dope. that paranormal blood into the airwaves. I like <laughs> that. That sounds fun. That sounds like a good time. A sprinkler, nice. if you will, of paranormal blood. Yeah, a fine Ooh. mist. Oh, my God. I like, that. Right. I like that feature, the fine mister. <laughs> Nice, nice. A, par- um, a paranormal fertilizer. <laughs> uh, the usuals here. We got the Heller, the HellerSpace.com. Get yourself some shirts. We got the Instas and the Twitters and the Facebooks. Reach out to us there. Talk with us. See what's happening. Our Facebook fan group, which is fucking phenomenal. Check everybody out there. Join. If you've not joined it, join it. It's super fun. Um, yeah. Especially, you know, nowadays, the whole quarantine and the whole COVID thing, it's kind of nice to get on there and talk with a bunch of people and just kind of pass some time. So thank you all to everybody over yeah, they're there. They're good motherfuckers. They're really yeah. fun to talk to. I enjoy all of them, really. It's awesome. We appreciate it. So um, let's just get to it, man. Let's just fucking tell some spooky stories from some from some of our, of our uh, listeners. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Without further ado, this one comes to us, and this is an amazing pseudonym, from Rusty Shackelford. Oh, that to me, that, you know what? That's like the modern Mark Twain. This guy should be sitting somewhere on the muddy Mississippi in a rocking chair with a dry piece of grass clenched between his mustache-covered teeth, just dreaming about days <laughs> of yore and how to be poetic about it. The old, good old You're Rusty right. Shackelford. Yeah. There you go. You know, like a fishing shack on the bayou. Oh, I love it. I'm painting a picture here. Paint me a picture. Let's paint the picture that was actually sent to us about a weird encounter that he had. Okay. And this is a good one. When I was nine, the year 1991, my dad and then stepmother and then stepmother fancied themselves homesteaders. Looking to get away from the boom slash bust cycle of the Alberta oil industry, they decided to become ranch farm contractors and move as far away from large centers as possible. A side note, both of them were rampant conspiracy theorists. Ah, so they might have been right. doomsday preppers too. They might have gone the whole nine y- yeah, yards. True. Militias, who knows? But yeah, I get I mean, it. All right, so you're away from the grind and you're staying safe from the the wars of the world, I guess. This this sounds like my perfect setup. Your people. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, nine years just nine years old with my conspiracy theory parents. I'm like, fuck you guys, we're going out, we're bringing homesteaders. Like, this is dope. So I'm in. Totes McGoats. They interviewed for a couple of positions in northern British Columbia and ended up getting an offer for what appeared to be their dream location. All my prepubescent grumbling and the fact that I would have to be homeschooled as there were no bus buses servicing this far out this far out aside, it was the most beautiful location I have ever lived. So there's that perk. 
the modest three-bedroom house sat halfway down a valley side, overlooking the yard with the shop and various farming implements, while the other half opened up into one of the fields. We worked for feeding the 100-plus head of cattle that we were tasked with taking care of. In the summer, it was not uncommon to look out into the hayfield and see large herd of deer, a large herd of deer grazing. And when I say large, I mean between 20 and 50, which is incredibly large. That's a fuck lot of deer. Yeah, that's a lot. I get like nine at most. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if I've ever seen more than maybe 10, 15 max. That yeah. is a fucking, that's like an Africa-sized herd of gazelles is what I'm used to seeing that shit. We arrived in late spring as the roads were nearly impassable because of a lack of traffic. We spent the first week getting our home in order, acclimating our working animals, horses and dogs, to the area. When all that was finished, my older brother, who was 15, and I were tasked with assessing how much work the barbed wire fence infrastructure would require to fix as it had fallen into disrepair. We set off on a cool morning on horseback with our sleeping bags, enough food for three days. We were only expected to be gone for two days, but we decided to be safe and pack enough for a third in case something went wrong, or more likely we were having a good time and decided to stay one more overnight. We also packed our fishing rods and our rifles. My brother had my dad's 3030 Winchester, and I had my Ruger 1022. One of our working dogs came along as well. She was a border collie slash blue healer called Missy, my dog. So that's Rusty's dog. We had plotted our course with a map of the property that hung in the barn. There were trapper lodges spotted around the property that saw semi-regular use in the winter by one of the neighbors. We decided to use one of those for the first night. Makes sense, sleep indoors. By noon roughly that day, we were pretty deep in the woods. Our course was a pretty easy ride minus the small creeks and rolling hills that we had to traverse. It was around that time that something changed. Nothing ominous, just off. That first little tingle of something in the air. That first little fuck up, you know? I added yep. that part, just so you know. He didn't write that. He just wrote <laughs> nothing ominous stuff. I'm adding you that. You guys I'm know, right? You, you know. <laughs> yeah, is that when you get like... Rusty's asking. This is, is why I always you... have to break down. I am now Rusty. I am now Rob. Oh, Jesus. I'm like, all I'm right. like H. John Benjamin. Is that his name? Where he does all these great voices, and they're always the same fucking voice, whether it's fucking Archer yeah. or, or fucking Bob Belcher. Oh, mm-hmm. He is always doing the same voice. It's me. That's how I read. So is this when he gets like the paranormal piss shivers? Is that like, I mean, you're like, Ooh. well, he said, that what, no, that's that would, I think that would be straight up ominous. He just said, okay, not ominous, just off, just okay. a little off kilter. It happens. It happens. Piss shivers probably will come later. All right, cool. There was still a slight breeze, but there were no animal noises aside from the panting of the dog and the breathing of the horses. We decided to stop for a quick lunch of sandwiches by a creek. I ate quickly because I also wanted to get my line in the water a couple of times before we headed off. The first time I noticed the smell was while I was getting my rod out of the tie straps on my saddle. Not overpowering or nausea-inducing, just faintly on the breeze. I brushed it off thinking that there might be a carcass in the area. Judging by the smell, it was not so fresh, so we didn't have much to worry about. After we had finished lunch and I decided that the few nibbles I had gotten weren't worth riding unknown territory in the dark, we set off. It was then that I noticed that Missy was standing about 10 feet behind the horses, ears perked up and sniffing. 
I whistled for her as I crawled back into the saddle, and she took a few steps toward me before looking back again, but ultimately happily following. I mentioned to my brother about the dog and the smell I had caught. We both agreed it was likely some predator, which there were plenty of in the area, checking us out. That's nerve-wracking enough. We arrived as the trapper's we arrived at the trapper's lodge a good hour or two before sunset. We unsaddled the horses, hobbled and tied them, then fed them. By that point, though, the smell was getting stronger and had been for the last couple of hours before we reached the lodge. After we had finished dinner and the fire was getting low, we decided to sleep in shifts just to make sure that we didn't lose a horse in the night to what we thought was likely a grizzly bear. That is terrifying enough in and of itself, I think. Yeah. My brother took first watch and kept the fire roaring. It was hard to sleep knowing there was a bear stalking us. Missy and the horses were all were making all sorts of noise, not loudly, but you could define, definitely tell that something was amiss. My brother came and got me for my shift at 2 a.m. I was already awake. I went and stoked the fire and double-checked my brother's rifle to make sure it was loaded, then sat down by the fire. I must have been mesmerized by the coals and the fire. It didn't take long for me to zone out. I didn't fall asleep, just zoned out, staring at the coals. I've definitely been there. That's when Missy bolted past me and started growling and barking at the tree line. I snapped out of it. The first thing I noticed was how god-awful the smell had gotten. It was like hot, wet garbage and a rotting Whoa. carcass rolled into one. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's oh, the best. That's, that's a, see, that's why, that's why Rusty is the great, the, <laughs> the great nature writer of our age, because that paints that filthy picture that your nose hates, that hot, yeah, wet that, garbage and yeah, carcass. Oh, yeah. They're like literally the two worst things I've ever smelled. Yeah, Combine absolutely. Them, you got a party. It's like that I weird, almost, sweet garbage smell that just kind of oh, permeates in your nose. Oh, like yeah. It doesn't go, it doesn't go yeah. away easy at all. And garbage carcass, juice. Like, yeah, like properly decaying carcass that hasn't like turned to jerky yet, so it still has got that fresh, nasty, oh. you know, maggoty kind of smell. Oh. All right, there you go. Indeed. I almost passed out from it, but quickly regained my focus when I heard the horses start trying to take off. I dropped the rifle and ran over to double-check the knots I used to tie them to the post and to calm them. It took a minute to get them calm. At this point, my brother was outside and had a rifle in his hands and had my rifle in his hands. All right, so that's good. At least there's two of them. Missy was absolutely losing it now. I had never seen her like this before, and I had had her since she was a pup. She was still at the tree line, but was running a few steps, then running back. Oh, that's creepy. Both my brother and I leveled our rifles at the tree line and started scanning. I thought I saw something moving in the tree line, but wasn't sure, as I was also standing behind the fire, and it could just have been the light from the fire. We each let off a warning shot into the woods. We heard, move, we heard movement at this time. It was going away from us, and the smell was lingering, but not nearly as strong. Whoa. We, yeah, I know. It's it's creepy. We both decided to pack up and leave at first light. We didn't talk much that day and made great time to the next lodge where we were going to stay the night, but it was trashed. The door had been shredded and pushed inwards. All the bedding was strewn all over the campsite, and the cutlery and eating utensils were all over the ground. I don't know why fucking cryptids or whatever the fuck this is going to end up being have to be dicks. I really don't. You know, if you want to steal some food, you want to do your shit, you want to fucking terrify somebody if you're an ultra-terrestrial, I get that bag. But 
come on, man. Leave some shit in tech. Don't be a jerk yeah. about it. Maybe it's just their hatred for man. Their deep, burning hatred for man. Dude, they're anarchists. Oh, yeah, yeah like, they're they're Antifa. <laughs> come on, oh now. my god! I, I can't help but think it's kind of like Clive Barker's Nightbreed, where they're just like this organized contingent yeah. that live underground, yeah. and they're just sick of being oppressed—a terribly yeah. oppressed minority. Totally. I'm still kind of pissed they never finished that saga because I we was definitely are. into it. We all are. It's okay though. We'll get there one day. One we'll day, be, Robert. We'll get no there. doubt. All right. We were nervous and decided that we weren't going to stay the night there and pressed on. We came to a good spot to camp in the early evening. It was on a hilltop with all the trees cut away back down to the bottom of the hill. Now, when I say hill, I mean it was maybe 10 to 15 feet tall from ground level, and the slope was probably 50 feet long. We set up. Yeah, it's a little hillock. We set up at the top of the hill. We unrolled our sleeping bags and got a fire going. We decided to eat the beans and the canned ham, in parentheses, fucking gross. And yes, <laughs> agree. Yeah, it's nasty. Canned That's ham spam. is the worst. You mean like we cubed? Had, pardon me? Like the cubed ham? I don't know if it's cubed or not. I or can't, like I'm spam. thinking spam. Like I'm thinking like a hunk of ham with that congealed fat orbiting yeah. it that comes out. With I like love a, spam. <laughs> You love spam? Oh. I, I do. I really like spam a lot. See, really? I love ham, but salty yeah. liar's ham? I, I don't know. Yeah, I suppose if you fry good. it up, I know. I like a lot of garbage imitation food. I really do. I love Chef don't let the Don't let the gel fool you. <laughs> it's <laughs> disgusting, get, though. You just, have to admit, it's one of the most disgusting no, things No, nobody eats the, the gel. No one's like, well, hey, can I get not. more gel? <laughs> Do you rinse it off <laughs> before you eat it, or do you fry it in the gel? I know people that fry it in the fat. Uh, yeah, hey, that's dude. not bad. That that's acceptable, but you wouldn't just eat congealed. Um, no, you, I know. I don't think anyone yeah. treats it like the brie rind or something. Like, oh no, the gel's the best part. I throw the ham away. Fuck this yeah. bam. I can yeah. fat right. on a piece of bread. Hey yeah. Dad, can I have the gel? I was like, no, Chris, not today. You didn't take that's the trash for out. Good boys, you don't deserve the gel. <laughs> I like how you're how, how we impersonate your dad. Sounds absolutely nothing like your dad. Yeah, that's no. all it is. <laughs> absolutely, it's, da- it's dead voice. It is dead voice. It's true. That's true. All, all right. right. So he's eating. He's anyway. eating the canned ham. Rusty thinks it's gross. Chris doesn't. We'll leave it at that. We Perfect. had packed as extra provisions. That's being the canned ham. During the day, we hadn't noticed anything out of the usual. The birds were singing. The bugs were making their pleasant hum. Even the dog and the horse were acti- horses were acting fine. We thought the bear had decided to leave us alone. Boy, were we wrong. No, oh, no. It was a clear... I know, I love that little bit of foreshadowing. It was a clear night. The sky was illuminated by not quite a full moon and the stars were bright. We were starting to relax and enjoy ourselves finally and had even talked about going about going to the large creek that we had passed early for some night fishing. Then the wind picked up and we caught the smell again. So strong it was disorienting. And that's something. I think we've all had that experience where you smell something oh, yeah. and it's so goddamn pungent and powerful. You almost kind of like don't know where you are for a second. You start reeling. That's just nasty. Yeah. The animals started throwing fits again. Missy was running in circles around the fire, barking and growling. The horses were trying to break their hobbles. One of them ended up throwing themselves over on their side. That's fucking, wow, that's panic. Do the horse just fucking itself on its side? That's nuts. So I went to get her back up on her feet while my brother scanned the tree line with his rifle. 
Just as I was getting my horse back on her feet, three shots rang out. I turned to look at my brother, and he was st- and he was as white as a ghost and trembling. For our ages, we were fairly experienced outdoorsmen, really because it was the only form of entertainment we could afford. I scooped up my rifle, which had been laying on my sleeping bag, and joined my brother looking down the hill at where he had fired. It took my eyes a minute to adjust, and I wanted to take a few steps closer to the tree line to help the process when my brother put his hand on my shoulder and yanked me back. I turned, starting to mouth, what the fuck, man, when I noticed he wasn't being malicious, he was fucking terrified. So I quietly stepped back beside him and raised my rifle and started scanning. That's creepy. At first, I thought my eyes were playing tricks on me. There was something in the woods, moving quickly back and forth. Bear in mind, all I saw was a silhouette, but it was tall. From the vantage point, I guessed it was between five and eight feet tall, but it was lanky with real long arms that went down to its knees. I've got to say something here. I love that he says between five and eight feet tall. I, I really get fucking... It, it chafes my balls when someone's like, it was clearly seven and three quarters inches tall. It was, it was right there. I mean, we knew, I mean, it's just a guess in, in real life. If you're on a hill looking down at a silhouette in the woods and you don't know the exact size of the landmarks there. Yeah. No, yeah, it was at right. least five feet tall, but maybe it was tall. like the next day you might be able to go and judge. All right. It was at this branch. high, and this branch is two feet over my head. It's really right. tall, but I like the fact that he's not playing around like, here it is, you know, it's it's seven three yeah. and a half. You know, that really gets annoying. Four hundred and twenty-three inches. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he went on with the description. The hand and fingers, or at least what looked like them, were long and skinny as well. It would stop occasionally, and it looked like it was taking a step toward us. Then it would dart back further into the trees. The fire eventually died, and we were abundantly aware of that. Neither one of us wanted to start it again for fear we would both need to fire at this thing if it decided to break the tree line and rush us. It got close to the tree line a couple of times, but hid behind the trees and peeked its head out to where it looked at us. Like I said, it was dark, but from what I could tell and eventually confirm with my brother the next day, it had a long face with a snout like a canine and what we thought were human-looking ears. It was covered in hair slash fur, and like I mentioned earlier, it was skinny with long arms and fingers. All right, that just puts a whole new patina on everything. Yeah, that's just like dog scummy looking dog soldier like Like, i I glanced through this really quick i hadn't read it all the way through and i was just like okay so i think we got a solid bigfoot outing here i didn't realize that we were going to go dipping into dog man territory which is infinitely creepier as far as i'm concerned just because these things seem much more predatorial and voracious like as much as i have never been an advocate for the gentle giant anyone who listens to this podcast knows i do not think uh a Bigfoot is a frolicking, bunny-loving, uh, you know, nature tree-hugging, you know, na- nature's nature's you know, build-a-bear. But that having been said, they at least try <laughs> to get Christ. the All fuck right. away from us. All right. They try. Yeah, they right, mostly man. try to avoid people. It seems like dog men, conversely, are all about getting up in your grill and fucking then using you as fucking food. So yeah, man, they want to fucking eat your face, dude. Fuck yeah, dog man. 
but it's weird and they often tend to be much <laughs> lankier like okay. yeah yeah it was yeah. a great that was a great fucking testimony to the dog man, dog man. Yeah. <laughs> fucking dog man yeah dog man they do i mean no, I, yeah, this, no, i'm not gonna argue <laughs> clearly they do all right oh, let's see how this fucking turns out oh man we were awake all night <laughs> you and your fucking dog man dog and most oh god damn it and spent most of our ammo trying to scare this. All right. All right. Well, get it out. Get it out of your system. No, dude. Uh, what they're doing here is interesting because they came in contact with this thing, but now they almost have like a fire line set up where like they're holding the fucking fort where they're like, fuck this thing. We're going to shoot it to try to fucking fend it off. So I want So I'll have to have you continue here to see how this ends. But consider that for a second, man. These kids, these are kids. These kids. are fucking kids. With a fucking thirty thirty and a ten twenty two, fucking un- unloading on this and keeping it at bay. Well, these yeah, are, are they, men. You're misrepresenting. They're not kids. What's they're men. Are they? All I've like done is trashed their house so far. Trash their house. It just oh, tra- oh. It trashed the place. That's what it's oh, done so far. All that it did. Yeah, it didn't like yeah. run at them. It just it's, it's like it's fuck fucking creeping, dude. Stuff. You can't you can't take a dog man lightly. Come on, dog man. You can't take a dog man lightly. Come on. Don't you're assuming it's a dog man. All right, okay, all right, sorry. I don't want to assume what it is, but all right, Robert it could continue. be like a were fox. You don't fucking know. That's true. <laughs> oh, even better, even fucking better. A That's were what I'm saying. Yeah. But what, what one thing I will say is I think you think they're shooting at it. I don't think they're shooting at it, Mark. I no, think they're, they're shooting, shooting to, around it to, to try, yes, try to, to keep it, it away. They're not trying to kill it. They're trying to frighten it to keep it away. That's what I was Would saying. Would they, they have like been better off line. not wasting this ammo and just trying to kill it? I, I'm not trying to bait you ah, because I know I you're mean, murder master. Uh, no, I mean, you're... Your Murder Master Mark Stores. <laughs> Marvel presents Murder Master. <laughs> Issue no, actually, zero. I think with with this especially, you're better off trying to get it to run. Just get it to get the fuck away from you so that you can plan an exit. So you think if it's injured, it's more dangerous? Oh, well, A lot of wildlife you, is. If you can injure it, you don't know if you can injure it, but if you shoot it to scare it away... Then you're probably better off, in my opinion. But I'm only one But if it's a paranormal in. being, as it might be in your perspective of it, a, a bullet would be wasted anyway. So you're shooting ghosts, dude. It. You're fucking. You're shooting at the dog, the ghost of the dog man. No, no, no. It's nothing you can do. Oh, that's the ghost of the dog man. Yeah, fucking dog uh, man. But what if it's the ghost of the werefox? Exactly. Oh, but that's better. What if it's just the werefox and there's no ghost? <sighs> can there? What be if it's a werefox who's best friends with the ghost of a dog man and they're in cahoots? <sighs> Okay, let's continue on with the story and see where the goes. And see yeah, it's a ghost. just stop, just stop. What if it's a piece of cheese? <laughs> I can tell you, if it's a well blended white cheddar, I'm going to eat it. Right, yeah, I'll eat the shit out of it. I mean, it's going to shoot it and eat it. Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. If it, if, it's if provolone. The sharp just cheddar, dog man ghost, or a provolone dog man ghost was attacking me. I would try to shoot it, and then I would most definitely not waste the carcass. Uh, yeah. I both have gout. You both, you both have, have gout in your future. You both have gout in your future. Enjoy. All right, continue. Wow. Thank you. That's Thank you for that. Wrong. We were awake <laughs> all night, Mark Stores. Awake all night, sir. And spent most of our ammo trying to scare this thing away. <laughs> I am not joking. This classroom will come to order. Dog man! Oh, no. <laughs> Dog man! Unrespected substitute teacher. <laughs> I will send you down to Mr. O'Shag Hennessy's. <laughs> All right, continue. Thank you. Most of our ammo trying to scare this thing away. Shortly before dawn, while it was still dark, it left and never came back. Or did it? 
No, it didn't, actually, according to the story. (laughs) Once the sun starts... God damn you. (laughs) He's just walking around. He was... This is what this is what happens when we can't be in the same place. You are who, who are you talking to? You you are an undisciplined member Don't. of this pod, Don't. just wandering around <laughs> screaming dog Don't. man, doing whatever you want. How am I supposed to conduct this? I know. All right, like we can fine. hear you. We can tell that you're like twenty feet away. You have to do something, <laughs> and you just scream dog man. <laughs> Look, we can tell this. We can oh, tell man. this. <laughs> All right, continue. <laughs> Fine, sorry. Do I'm we have dog you man. now? Do we? <laughs> yes, you have me. Fine, continue. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Once the stu- nope, see? Once the sun started, see what you do to me. Once the sun started coming up, we saddled up. I think it, 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 he said we saddled you, but I don't think he meant us. We saddled up. <laughs> we saddled you. We saddled you and set off for the house. All right, I'll just read it as it is. Perfect. We told. Perfect. We told our parents, can you imagine just riding the Kryptonaut podcasters back home <laughs> yeah. after, after the ghost of the dog man oh, fell in love with yeah. the fox? Yeah, I mean, we it barely happened. I, I mean, yes. We don't right, remember. We told it. our parents, and they laughed at us. They laughed. Oh, the bummer. derisive laugh of conspiracy theorist homesteaders is the coldest laugh in the world. I know. I've received it, and I'm really sorry, Rusty. <laughs> but then then goes, at first... Towards the end of our three-year stay there, my dad started believing what we told him because he and a neighbor, an old World War II vet, had gotten into some of the old boy's homemade whiskey. Oh, boy. And my dad told him about what we saw. Peter, the old vet, quote-unquote, told my dad that there was something out there because he had had similar experiences. Throughout our stay there, we had some unexplainable cattle deaths. Some kills were easy to identify as bear, cougar, and wolf kills. But there were two or three that were different. Throats and leg tendons slashed, not torn like you would expect with teeth, but slashed almost like a knife. All the soft bits were gone like a wildlife kill. The kill itself just looked like it had been done with a knife. Maybe a dude? But why would a dude just randomly stab a cow? That's a yeah, fucking weird, weird thing. Really Freddy Krueger Dogman. <laughs> right on. Oh, fucking He's got the Frederick. blades. Okay, Sir listen, we'll, Frederick we'll, Krueger. We'll yeah. get to that. We'll get to that. All right, let's do it. All right, we're, let's we're focus. really close. We're really I know. close. <laughs> Living there, I had many encounters with wildlife. Track Tracked back to the house by a grizzly bear, chased across Whoa. a field by a large black wolf, and trapped in a calling shack by a cougar. What the fuck is a calling shack? I'll have to a Google calling? that later. A, a calling I don't shack. Know. I, is that a phone booth? Is that what you call like a, a phone booth in Alberta? Maybe like a processing uh, area, like for like drying meats and stuff like that. Maybe either I'm way, he was fucking berries? trapped in there by a cougar. Is it berries? Is that where you keep the berries? No, maybe. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> but nothing as scary as that second week we were riding the fences. So even grizzlies, black wolves, and fucking cougars do not hold a fucking candle to the ghost box. And that, my friends, is Rusty Shackleford and the dog-like, man-like, hairy, skinny nightmare that we don't know exactly what it is yet, but we will talk about yeah. it. Uh, his encounter somewhere in the homesteading wilds of, I guess I assume Canada, right? Yeah. Yeah. Alberta. Yeah. So, um, so that's fucking, that's yeah. scary. That's disturbing. I mean, that's, that's yeah. that to me sounds like a dog man encounter. I thought for sure it was going to go into Sasquatch territory. Oh, me too. Then, I was 100% All of a sudden sure. it's like, 
oh hey enjoy your werewolf i'm like oh fuck all right (laughs) enjoy your silver bullet and that's the scariest to me like of all the classic monsters and, and you know in terms of like fiction the classic universal monsters the one that was always the scariest is the werewolf period yeah 100% the howling or the classic films like American Werewolf in London or more recent ones even though it's a little older now like Dog Soldiers that Mark mentioned earlier these things there's something about because it's non-negotiable like it seems like a Dracula can occasionally fall in love with you or you can find some way to maybe mitigate it uh, Frankenstein's monster if you don't try to set it on fire and you treat it really nicely and you catch them on a right day it's cool yeah same with totally. if you if you if you literally aren't a fucking three-legged turtle in a baby pool full of molasses you can get away yeah, from a fucking mummy but a werewolf is fast predatorial it can smell you it gives no fucks there is no negotiation it just wants to rend your flesh and even if you're lucky enough to get away you're cursed it's a fucking nightmare yeah that's the deal they are always on fucking 10 and that's yeah, what, that's what, you're right. That's yeah. what they're fucking to the max. Always in the movies, like they're 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 never anything less than ten, and that's why what made him fucking horribly scary. Like they're just always yeah. fucking <clears throat> like you can't Agreed. escape. You just there's no fucking way. Yeah. yeah oh but, yeah. No, you're done. You're absolutely so, done unless you if, find a silver cage or something. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> A, a silver fucking chainmail. What what was that chainmail from that yeah, fucking Scott thing. Steiner used to wear in his head? That weird chainmail thing wasn't it? it was just, yeah, it was just chainmail. Yeah, it was just, just get one of those and just be like, I'm fucking I wonder if you, you know how they, they have those like shark chainmail that they used to use all the time. It's supposed to be like, even though a shark bite would still end up like shattering your femur or wherever the fuck it right. bent, but the teeth wouldn't actually penetrate because of it. Like if you yeah. had like silver forged chainmail. I wonder if you could go toe to toe a little bit. Like if if you yeah, you know you need like like silver knuckles and you would need to like protect your skin like everywhere literally. Yeah, or if, I mean, like, say you had a silver cage and you just get lowered into the werewolf cave like a fucking shark cage. Just Whoa. like, "Ooh, look at him. The oh. fucking werewolf cave, dude." Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fucking cool. Cave. I don't, I don't know, know man. It's fucking cave werewolf. Rusty. Dog. All right, so dog man. Robert, real quick, give us a fucking quick primer on dog man. You know, it's Yo, funny. Dog I, man. All right, I am no fucking expert on dog man. I will be the first to come forward and say this. I've spoken, obviously, a bunch of times and interviewed Linda Godfrey and other people. Obviously, the Bray Road thing became famous. What I do know is this. Um it, it's always a very terrifying experience. They are very, very rarely like uh, like a lot of Bigfoot encounters where it just brushes past at a distance or you piss on your shoe because it's booking through your camp or something. It's almost like it's always seeming to be hiding somewhere waiting to pounce. Now, obviously, the people it does pounce on, and I am convinced that it must occasionally or these things must, don't get to report these stories. But the ones that do, they're some of the scariest stories in cryptozoology. So... They seem to be pretty prevalent in the American uh, Midwest, but I mean, stories of and and, and and it's almost impossible not to conflate them with werewolf stories and other uh, incidents of, you know, alleged like. Anthropy. Yeah, yeah. So it goes back to Europe. It goes back to the Middle East, to Africa, where there's like were jackals and catmen and things like that. So the idea of a humanoid canine is something that you can trace back, you know, Romulus and Remus. You can go back to like the most ancient texts of, of uh, and stories of human history, it seems to be something that is either 
straight from the human id, something terrifying that has the, and, 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 and I can speak to this like from a fictional standpoint, what Chris and I and you were talking about minutes ago, um, it has the cunning and the bipedal humanoid uh, maneuverability of a human being with the ferocity and viciousness and all of the excellent um you know, predatory skill sets and we, that come with like great a great sense of smell and acute vision and acute hearing of a of a wolf or whatever animal it's representing, and that's what makes it one of the most terrifying combo things in the world. So, is this a psychological default? Is this something where people are manufacturing literally the most terrifying two things they can think of? A wild toothy predator that you know, like wolves all over Europe, were terrifying, and we're and we're killing people left and right. Like if you were alone with a pack of wolves, you were fucking me, and you were done. I don't think it justifies having, you know, wiped them out to the point of extinction in some European countries. But I understand why people back in the day would fucking wholesale kill wolves when they see them. And the other most terrifying thing is a cunning, uh, remorseless human being that gives no fucks about humanity. And, And so basically they're a serial killer with all of the scent, tracking and ferocity of a fucking wolf. It is the worst of two things. So I don't know if there's something, a monster we built just because it's the most perfect monster in terms of terrifying us. Or if there is something, if, if, if some canine like creatures evolved to have bipedal locomotion, this is the long shot because you would think there'd be something in a fossil record. There'd be something uh, that would be handed down in terms of, uh, a species, but they're always associated, be it like Native American skinwalkers, or again, like the the, the jackal men of the fucking uh, you know sub-Saharan and Africa. They always seem to be associated with supernatural aspects, and that's another thing mm-hmm. that puts a real twist on this. So the thing about dogmen is, I want it to be as I often do, cryptozoological. But when you really look into it, it seems like something that can't exist biologically. But people are seeing it and are terrified and chased and and attacked by it. So that means something is going on. But is it something beyond, you know, the biological pale? And that was a long winded way of saying, I don't know a ton about dogmen, but that's (laughs) my perspective. on it. I'll be the first to admit, I mean, I know when I'm talking shit, but I mean everything I said because it is all legit. Yeah. No, biologically speaking. Yeah. I mean, we're two different species. There's no in between there. Right. Um, right. Unless something was engineered. Um, Lab engineered to be like a super soldier. Y- yeah. Oh, there, like there, a pigman baby? A pigman baby. But pigman I, think baby? It, I think it comes more from, I mean, it comes from old stories of gods. Like all the Egyptians, they were all fucking animals. Always. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just kind of a thing. That, that's really an old thing. But um, yeah, I, I don't really know what it. Could be, I guess it could be a skinny, mangy attack bear. I guess no, maybe. the worst bear ever. Yeah, totally the worst bear ever. But <laughs> yeah, like, are, you know, like it could be a a dying, like you say, mange ridden circus bear that escaped, you know, from whatever the big top, like the train toppled over, like they always say how the monkeys got out in Florida and, you know, became skunk apes. I don't necessarily buy that, but I know that's one of the theories. But, like, it would have to be something that was trained to do something that fucking most mammalian predators don't do, and that is be bipedal. So if you've got a weird, mangy, sickly, fucked up, and and also it doesn't have the pointy ears on top of the head like a lot of dogmen sightings. What an interesting twist in this is that it seemed, uh, what Rusty and his brother saw seemed to have human ears yeah. By all accounts, what they saw was a Sasquatch with an elongated snout. 
Yeah. Which is interesting to me because again, I'm not an expert on dogman sightings. I, I've, you know, I've read the Bray road book by Godfrey. I've, I've read a lot of accounts, but it's not something I've put a lot of onus on and, and we should, we'll definitely do it someday, but it's, yeah, maybe that's um, a future pod. Oh, hundred percent. We're yeah. going to, we're going to have to do Bray road period as a future pod, but right. the dogman phenomenon in general uh, is really worthy. And obviously we just, yeah. As 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 the researcher, we all bust our ass to do everything we can on this podcast. Every single one of us, but you, you know, you have to take it one day at a time. There's so much to look into. There's so much that's fascinating, and Dogman just never made it to the top of my list. But it's going to get there eventually. Huh. All right. Well, you know, there. They, I mean, that's it, man. Fucking Dogman in the woods. You got to fucking keep him at bay. And you know, again, good on these guys. They were literally kids. They're fucking kids. They're they're in some weird fucking Skyrim survival mode with their fucking conspiracy theory parents, and they fucking lived. And they are more of a man than I could ever be. So, in closing, Dogman is a right. psychic projection of our fears into the ether that has bounced back to us. It could be a tulpa. Yeah, are, is that what you're saying? Are you saying it's a talpa? Because I feel like that's it, pretty much what you said. Uh, I might have said that. It could be a talpa. You never know. I don't know. We we we, we don't have any dogman research. We need to get the dogman research together and figure out if dogman's a talpa. Could be on the terrestrial. You. you never no, know. No, I, I see. I see could where be. you're directing that little passive yeah. aggressive comment. Uh, it's not I'll passive aggressive. It's, it's a little hurtful now the way Rob's, you did it. I don't even know what I like that. Now Rob's like upset. Term. No, I guess I What's don't that? read about enough paranormal stuff for us. No big deal. Hold on a second, Rob. Your feelings don't count. <laughs> fucking around. Yeah, Rob, your feelings don't matter. Chris, what did you say? Wow, you I said, are I don't even. I don't like the term dog man. Why, why, I don't like why, hold on a second, Robert. Chris doesn't like the term dog man. Chris, no, why don't. don't you like the term dog man? Because it's, it's just not really accurate. I get why you'd say it. It's bipedal. It looks like a dog. It's a dog man. But it's right. not. it's not really accurate. Okay. Really well, what would you prefer? To me, I don't know. Not dog man. Like, like, <laughs> it's like how you're just like, I don't know. Not dog like, man. Because you can insert any animal, and as long as it's on yeah. two legs, you fucking call it something man. man. Yeah, Squirrel man. man. Dog yeah. man. Kermit Hamster man. man. We literally did the Wakamako cat man, we the did, indescribable yeah. Opto man. I mean, yeah, that's I just a trap. I know I fall into all the time when I've named yeah. things. It's a man. I mean, if, no, if that's it just walks the deal. bipedally and looks basically humanoid except for some key know. differences, man, man is an easy de- <laughs> default. Awesome. And you know where we All get right. it? Fucking Stan Lee. Spider-Man. Yeah, fucking Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. So Bob There's Kane definitely. and Bill Finger. Yeah. So throwing a man after it. something. But anyway, let's just focus on this. I, I think we can't rule out the possibility that this might be a werewolf sighting and he might have been mid-transformation. Ah, oh, you caught him fucking mid transformer. Um, I mean, the human ears on the side of the head, it's thin. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, all right, what, di- all right, just pissing it out there. Rusty, please, I mean, all deference to you. But what if your dad was a werewolf? What if he, he needed uh, to be far away and dad, pretended yeah. to be a conspiracy theorist, but basically because he wanted to fucking get as far away from populated areas because shit gets dangerous? Or maybe he married a werewolf and your stepmom was a werewolf, but she's a good person. And when she went out into the wilds to like eat one of the 57 deer or whatever fucking giant herds you have out there, she started stalking you guys as prey. But guess what? She remembered she loves you. She remembered that you and your brother were fucking good people. And she stood by the tree line and she wanted to come out and eat you, but she couldn't. And she fought and you guys shot above her. Not because, you know, because you're not evil. You're not trying to put down a thing you don't know. But your mom, your stepmom was like, no, I'm not eating my boys. 
I'm not doing it. And she went away and she left you safe. And you guys are here to talk about it. And you didn't kill your stepmom. You didn't have silver bullets anyway. So you would have been fucked unless it was a dog man or a ghost fox man. But those are different things. Right. Chinese fox spirits are also things. I'm okay, just saying so your mom, maybe your dad, maybe, but one of them, they were getting away from the city because it's dangerous. <laughs> maybe there were a couple of werewolves. Maybe, maybe one bit the other and they both had it, but they're like, I'm not going to kill my boys. And so that's, that's good for well, parents everywhere to think about that. Yeah. See, except for the dad eventually like agreed and it was in, and started telling that the vet about all that stuff. Oh, the old veteran Pete. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so eventually so the I dad came the around. Your, your, your stepmom was a werewolf. Uh, <laughs> all right, there it, it is. It Thank you so much, Rusty. <laughs> your dad's going to be a shock around Christmas no, I think, morning. Oh, I think I'm if a werewolf. anything, it was, uh, um, I don't know, like a Hills Have Eyes situation or something where these people oh, were just already weird. in there. All like yeah. weird squatters, cannibal squatters yes. that, that wear yeah, animal just, skins. Deep, oh, deeply better deeply live in the woods and people just don't know and they're all fucked up and, and they yeah. smell like garbage carcass yeah, yeah dude. why not oh shit chris has a way better theory than fucking dog man yeah. it's a better he's theory got, but he's got I, I weird think, fucking... i think your stepmom is a werewolf still has some potential these are both good movies no i, listen, I know movies. i know, I I know you're gonna no, you chris, did, that's, i get it that's, that's what happens teen wolf four the, an unwritten script that we teen wolf four sweat mom's a werewolf <laughs> I feel like my stepmom's a, or an alien or something. I feel like Kim Bassinger was in a movie like that. I, yeah, I oh, mean, if she she is now, because we yes. just said yeah. it, no, so it's yes. out there. So okay. There's a universe where it's that gonna happened. Be, it's going to be yeah, totally a fucking one of those Sinbad is fucking a genie movies now. Totally, totally. All right, cool. Thank you so very much, Rusty. We appreciate you sending in the story. It was a harrowing tale. Congratulations on surviving it. Uh, you are a better person than I. I would have surely died and not be here podcasting today. Dude, with there's Robert nothing. And Chris. It, it wasn't like it, it. It wasn't like launching attacks. No, it wasn't. I mean, I'm just going to assume you, you, that you're like you survived. I'm like, dude, it, it was way far away. Okay, still there. All right, all right, all right maybe like, you. Okay, <laughs> like, all right, just saying. Just saying. It, it sounds at best. Dangerous. It was it like an aggressive raccoon, and you're like, <laughs> my God, you survived it. <laughs> all right, fine. Congratulations, Rusty. You sort of made it. So, hey, no, there he you gets go. full props for a nine year old in the fucking woods yeah. dealing with Fuck. the shit. That's yeah, totally props for courage. Like, nine year old, mm-hmm. I don't see nine year old Chris out there. Just saying. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I don't want to see 47 year old Rob out there. I would be no, a shit show. Jesus Christ. No, 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 no. Even all three no. of us would just be like, yeah, out of here. Yeah, I'm not yeah, hanging out with that shit, dude. No, I'm getting, I'm getting in my fucking Dodge Ram Bighorn and leaving. Like, see you fuckers later. All you have is a fucking I'm down horse the hill. and Missy the sweet, sweet guard dog. I would go nowhere on a horse ever. I don't fucking do horses, dude. Oh, between getting devoured by a dog man ghost that may or may not be your stepmom and may or may not be fucking fox. whatever uh, yes a, fox a, a or fox a piece of cheese <laughs> or cheese yeah, or a fucking right. hills have eyes cannibal and fucking a dog suit you would not yeah. ride a horse to get away i wouldn't head out there with on a horse to begin with it's not 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 my jam i'm not gonna ride a horse into the fucking wilderness it's just not gonna put myself in that All kind I'm of situation is, if a horse is your only option to get away <laughs> from uh, a mortal terror, fine yes i will ride i'll the ride the horse. horse yes i'll ride the horse are you, so happy? You, are you happy wow. now that i'm gonna ride the fucking horse he's, dad really he's so right, mad he has to ride the official. horse to safety 
Plague Mark <laughs> is so fucking mean, dude. What is wrong dude, with I you? Know. What Mark is mean? Plague Mark? Plague Mark is a goddamn nightmare. Yeah, Plague Mark's a fucking bummer. <laughs> oh, you guys are my uh, favorite. I'm going to protest Plague Mark. <laughs> Are you guys gonna protest outside? Me, of my and, house? me and Rob are Bring coming over tomorrow. We, we got OG signs. Bring Bring sweet back Mark. old Mark. New Where Mark has sucks. Mark gone? Where's Dad? Where's <laughs> the fucking Dad? Where's my baby Dad? Where's my tiny baby boy Dad? <laughs> see, that's what. See now, old Mark's uh, coming back since I heard that. Oh, it was a little affection. Thank you. I appreciate that, Christopher. Rob, I wish you could true. say that too, but you won't, and you can't. So oh, you, you fucking son of a <laughs> bitch! Oh, wow. It is yeah. this fucking digs, man. I have been there for you since day one, you son of a biscuit. And know, look what happens: you lash out. You know you, what? You listen, need to see you know the beard. What? You haven't seen the beard, and that's sometimes, that's hurting you. Listen, sometimes we hurt oh, the ones we it. love. The beard I Michael, be the key. I think Michael Landon said that once. <laughs> Did he? Did he? That's, that's really? Like Michael Landon. Yeah. You always was it the on ones a highway to heaven? Highway to heaven. Where, where was it? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. I was actually thinking like Little, little, little House oh, in the Prairie. Right. I keep forgetting about Highway to fucking heaven. Yeah. All right, cool. So, Rusty, thank you so very much. We appreciate your story. Yeah, this could have been Michael Landon and I was a teenage werewolf. Just throwing it out there. Totally. Awesome. All right. So there you have it. Thank you so very much again, Rusty. And uh, as always, keep those stories coming. Cryptonotpodcast at gmail.com. No matter how long, no matter how short, send them. Rusty got his own episode out of this, so fucking rock on, Rusty. Yeah, that absolutely. is fucking no, dope. Thank you, Rusty, yeah. for doing it. And I'm really glad you survived. And uh and and uh and, and you and your bro got to live to tell about this tale because totally. that could have been a fucking shit show otherwise. And thank you yeah. for sharing it. And like good on you guys, man. That's balls of steel for two kids. Well Fuck done. yeah, man. For, for two little dudes out there in the wilderness, y'all did fucking great. So uh, the Instas and the Twitters and the Facebooks, check us out there. Heatherspace.com. Uh, we got t-shirts. Hey, you know what? You can wrap the fucking Kryptonaut Podcast Presents Evil Science and Magic Buddies. We got that t-shirt available over there at the old uh, hellerspace.com. So get yourself an Evil Science and Magic Buddies t-shirt and mm-hmm. fucking wrap that shit. And people are going to be like, what the fuck is Evil Science and Magic Buddies? And why is magic spelled like that? And you'd be like, you don't fucking know if you don't know, dude. You ain't in the club. Don't talk. Yeah. Get away from me. Pick that shit up. Six feet, motherfucker. Six feet. So, uh, yeah, do all <laughs> okay. that. Um, yeah, Patreon. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Boom. Check us out over there. Thank you to everybody that supports us. Uh, yeah, there you have it. Keep them stories coming. Uh, everybody, stay safe. Stay healthy. Um, hopefully, shit is going to be looking better here in the near future. Uh, and we're talking to you soon. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Sorry, man. Sorry I accused your mom of being a werewolf, dude. Maybe she is, man. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't mean she's she a bad be. person. No, she could exactly. be a fine person in the it's world. It's an affliction. It's we've like drug addiction. Decent, or, we've all known or decent werewolves. Didn't you bang a? Wait, hold on a minute. Didn't you bang a werewolf at one I, point? I had sex with a lovely young lady who later claimed she was not oh, only a werewolf, were, yeah, but and pregnant with my werewolf you didn't babies. Support. But I'm also yeah. a werewolf, technically, based so on that when, decision she made. She said so she seduced did, me because she knew I was a werewolf. Did you ever get like any like you know how like recently the government gave people like aid um for the whole covid thing so did you get like $500 a puppy is that what happened is that no that that's not how it worked oh, out you didn't, it's, oh, it's that, been it didn't work. listen i don't know what the oh, yakuza is bummer. doing with my children as we speak things could go south in in japan a lot because oh, for you those will that know might not on have their heard 16th that pod, birthday the yakuza hate fucking werewolves and are constantly well, hunting them they are, they are have, on the lamb they are a victimized species and i'm 
I'm saying right here and now support your local werewolf because they might be predatory monsters <laughs> one right. month, one day out of the month. But really, is it the Yakuza's job to kill them? Just there are American I, werewolves out there being killed by the Japanese as we speak. I mean, are, I, I don't even want to broach that. I don't know what to okay. do, but thank you all so very much for joining us when we're talking with you soon. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Good friends. <laughs> <laughs>